You're listening to episode 43 of the Empath Podcast. Welcome back to the Empath Podcast. I'm your host, Robin, from the diaryofanempath.com. And today's episode is a special coffee chat because I'm sitting down with myself and sharing a few of the things that I wish I knew when I was first stepping into being an entrepreneur. Some of the things that really scared me, some of the things that really didn't matter at all, some of my biggest roadblocks. Some of the things that I wish I better understood, and it's just, it's, it's a list. I've made a list over the last little while, and I've compiled it here for you. This list is not exhaustive. There's so many things I could speak to. Becoming an entrepreneur has been the most transformational decision that I've ever made in my life which you probably know, I wouldn't have a program dedicated to it if this wasn't such a big part of my soul. Also, seven, so this podcast episode is 43, and a four and a three reduced in numerology is a seven, and sevens are about spiritual lessons. You'll often see a lot of sevens and repeating sevens when your spirit's going through an upgrade, when you're like ascending upwards and moving through soul lessons and so I think that's just so fitting because a lot of these were soul lessons and so get comfy grab a coffee grab a tea and let's dive in to today's episode so the very very first thing that I wish I knew is that when you know what it is you're here in physical form to be doing in the world and you know the impact of that role on the lives of the people you're here to serve, the easier it is to let go of those who don't get you and those who aren't supposed to, and the easier it is to let go of the need for approval. Because clarity breeds confidence, which is a missing piece for so many. We feel unclear. We have worth issues. A lot of empaths have worth issues. We speak to the roots of that within within my work. And so if you're a natural healer, and if you haven't been taught that that's valuable, you're not going to see the value of that. And so your work is to get very clear on why that gift is of extreme value to the person you're here to serve. And when you have that, when you know the clarity, when you understand the transformation and the impact on the lives of the people you're here for, all of a sudden the approval and the the validation that you were looking for from the outside world becomes extremely irrelevant because you realize that it really doesn't matter how many people don't get you or don't like you what matters is that the people you're here to help or serve or support feel you and know that you're there I used to have a newsletter way back when. I still have a newsletter, but it was a big piece and part of my business. And I remember I would send emails and I would be so afraid to see unsubscribes. If you're an online entrepreneur, you can definitely relate. 
but I was very scared to send it out because I didn't want to first be needy in the lives of the people who had asked to be on my list. That's a whole other thing. But I was just so afraid that if I said the wrong thing or I didn't communicate myself super clearly, that people would unsubscribe as I've learned my worth and therefore learned who I'm here to serve and the the point, the pivot point I'm here to play on their path, the impact I'm here to make. People unsubscribing has become a, a celebrated thing because I know that when people are unsubscribing, it's just making more space for the people who I am here to support to come in. Law of vacuum. We have to clear space. We have to make space to call anything in. Along the same lines, I've also learned that it's very heavy to try to convince someone that you're for them. And I decided a little while ago that I was done with convincing. I have no intention to convince anyone that my work is for them. I'm excited to communicate my work. I'm excited to show up and share the value of my work, which we'll talk about later in this episode. But convincing is no longer part of my journey. Because something that I've learned is that when you convince someone, when you try too hard to prove to someone that you're for them, you end up attracting people who aren't your ideal fit. Because your ideal person knows your work is for them. They don't need to be convinced. They know. They may need to be nudged. Again, we'll talk about it later in the episode. But they don't need to be convinced. They have a knowing in their heart. When you allow that, it's so magical because we have soul contracts. We have people that we've agreed to help, that we came into this life knowing that we were going to help, and those people do not need to be convinced. They too know that you're for them. So being okay with not being for everyone, that just becomes very natural when you get clear on who you are here for, and you get very clear on who you are here for. When you understand your value and you get very clear on your value when you understand the gifts that you and only you are here to share with the world, which again is big work that we do in the beginning of Empaths and Business. The next thing is that business is consistent. So a lot of people think, myself included, when I came into this, that entrepreneurship was like up and down and all, and all over the place. And while that can be applied to different areas, something I have learned is that there's a system to sales. And sales can be very consistent if that's what you want. It's based on conversion numbers, which again is something we go into in Empaths and Business, but humans are predictable and human behavior is predictable And there is a path and an order that people move through sales funnels. And depending on the industry that you're in, there are rates in which people convert. So rates at which people go from brand awareness, so coming into your brand, being interested in what you do in your brand, and then becoming buyers. And so when you understand how many buyers you need to create a monthly goal, you can backtrack and figure out how many people you need to come into your business for the brand awareness aspect to then funnel through your path, your buyer's path to purchase. And that's overly simplified. This is the work we do in the more masculine section of empaths and business, but there is a system to it and it is not up and down and all over the place. You can be very grounded and very consistent in business when you understand how people move through a a sales funnel and the percent of those people that funnel through because it's a sales funnel because way more people go in the top than ever come out the bottom. 
And those are numbers that you have to get very clear on. But when you're clear on them, it makes it very easy to meet them. And when you meet them, sales become automatic. I always say business is a numbers game, and that's what I mean. It's highly predictable. Another lesson is that there is a thing called secondary gain. So if you've ever had a goal or a change that you wanted to implement, but you held yourself back, it's because there's something you deem more valuable in your comfort zone than what you're working towards. An example of this very early in my business journey was when I was first deciding to charge for my work. Though I wanted money, though I needed money, and though I knew I couldn't do my healing work for free, I also wanted approval. And I believed that asking for money would make people disapprove of me. So people in my audience, I was very afraid of them disapproving of me and them thinking that I was greedy. That was a big one. And so while I wanted the money and I needed the money, I didn't take the steps to to create the money because I didn't want to lose approval. That's the secondary gain. The approval was something that I gained by not taking that step forward. And when we understand that, when we can see that in each moment where we're ready to step outside our comfort zone and we're ready to grow, there's going to be things that hold us back. We can get conscious and we can begin to reprogram our minds around those things so we can find people who are still approved and are earning money. But understanding secondary gain is very, very, very important. Another really important thing is that there is worth and there's value. So worth versus value. And this is really, really important to know if you're an entrepreneur who isn't selling your products and your offers, like it's putting yourself out there, but no one's buying. And you're getting really frustrated with yourself because you're thinking it's about you. Empaths, the mother wound, the martyr wound, we take a lot of responsibility for what is not ours. When we're coming from a disempowered space, we are the ones who say, oh, like the problem's me, like let me fix me in this situation. And while I am a huge advocate for self-awareness and self-accountability and your internal creating your external, sometimes in terms of selling, when people aren't buying, it's not about you. And more specifically, it's not about your lack of worth or the worth of what you do. It's about the lack of perceived value. So business, very simply, is the exchange of value for money. And value is how others view you. They view your value. They perceive your value. It's the outside looking in at you. Worth is internal. So you can know very deep down that your work matters and your work helps but if you can't communicate that worth your ideal person won't know the value which is where things like sales pages and copywriting and understanding the process of launching become really important because business is an exchange there's a giver and there's a receiver so you give value and you receive for that value and you need to be able to communicate that value this was big for me In 2018, when I was learning to sell a journaling course, I share that in in a previous episode on money and money mindset and learning to receive, but I had to learn how to communicate the value of enrolling in a program subcalled a journaling course for empaths. I knew the worth. I knew that if people came into the program and they went through the modules, their life would change. 
even going through a few of the modules, I knew their life would change. But I needed to learn how to communicate that worth so that my ideal client could understand the value. And you do that through things like understanding what your ideal client is looking for. We talked about this in the podcast episode with Alex, Alexandra Copy. She's doing a copywriting workshop in this round of Impossum Business because it's so important worth versus value and communicating your value. If you and your ideal client aren't speaking the same language, if you're trying to share the worth of your program in a way that your ideal client can't see the value, their logical side won't let them enroll. And of course, some people bypass this. Some people, like me, when I just know I'm meant to work with someone, I dive in and I work with them. I know they're placed on my path for a reason. I oftentimes don't even like understand their credentials. (laughs) I'm just like, this is the person that I need to work with you just know and that's that's an intuitive way of approaching the world but we're still in a very intellectualized world and collectively we've been trained to value that since we were infants that's the school system valuing the logic the intellect not the intuition and so most of society is running on the need to know exactly what your programs are going to offer and the value of what you do And so getting good at communicating that. And that's where things like copywriting become very, very important. Because once again, you can know your worth, but your ideal customer needs to know your value. And it's the words you use and how you communicate your work that makes that possible. So again, if you're someone who's struggling, who, who has something that you know would really help people, but people aren't jumping at it, there's a few things that could be going on there, but one very, very big one is that you're simply just not communicating the value. So learn learn how to communicate the value and learn the difference between worth and value and things will really start to take off because business, again, is the exchange of value for money. The next one is that you 100% become the people you surround yourself with. For empaths, let's consider this amped up like 10,000 because we are sponges we are absorbent it's why we go into malls and become very heavy and drained if the energy is like that or really excited when we're around people who, who feel really excited and energetic and we can use this for good so we can choose to put ourselves in spaces where people are embodying the behaviors the habits that we need to embody so many of us are the the unique ones in our families and our communities. We're doing things and we're living paths or we're drawn to paths that are not traditional, not mainstream. And when you have people around you who are telling you that you can't do something that's different, that you need to walk the safe path, that you be crazy for you know being a healer if that's the community you're in i know for me i grew up in a very religious community so it was not very supportive to me wanting to talk about energy and we become that so we believe it's not appropriate for us to talk about energy or we believe that we're going to go become entrepreneurs and fail if that's what the people around us believe or we believe that the only way to make money is to have a traditional job to have a a stable nine to five if that's what we've grown up in if that's the culture we're in if that's the the family we're in if that's the the communities we're in we become it and it's up to us to move ourselves into spaces and get around people who have belief systems that align with the type of life you actually want to live The reason for this is because though our conscious minds know we want something, so to simplify, I want 
a business. I want an online business. It's your unconscious mind that will either accept or reject that. And it's whether or not your subconscious mind accepts or rejects that determines what your behaviors will be, what actions you'll take in the world. And it's our actions and behaviors that determine the results that we get. And so if you want an online business consciously, but your subconscious mind freaks out at that because it believes you need to have a very stable career, well, you will not take actions that are in alignment with having an online business. You will sabotage. We do this through procrastination. We do this through hesitation. We do this through starting something and then freaking out and shutting it down. Anytime we're not acting in alignment with what we truly want, it's because we're sabotaging it based on our belief systems and what we've allowed ourselves to absorb as truth from the spaces and the communities that surround us. We learn through modeling. If you watch, if you watch children, they learn by watching their parents. They learn entire languages by, by listening and modeling words. We're no different as adults. We take on the the behaviors of those around us, which is why it's so important to get around people who are where you want to go because they've already shifted their belief systems. Otherwise, they wouldn't be where they are. They wouldn't be acting in a way that they are that allowed them to get where where they are. And so you want to be around them to give your subconscious mind something new to chew on, some new proof, proof outside of the belief systems that you have adopted as your truth. So you want to get around an online entrepreneur if you want to be an entrepreneur because your subconscious mind's going to see, oh, they're an entrepreneur. They're okay. They're safe. They seem to actually enjoy it. They're doing well. And that will allow you to begin to shift those beliefs within yourself. And when you shift the belief, your subconscious mind opens up so you can have the conscious idea, I want to be an online entrepreneur. Your subconscious mind is much more receptive to allowing it in. And when your subconscious mind allows it in, it becomes your habits and your behaviors. All of a sudden, you're showing up to create your online business and you're not sabotaging yourself. Something I've been thinking a lot about is the idea of self-belief. What is self-belief? To me, it's building up belief systems that align with ourselves, with what we truly want, the self being who we're here to be in this lifetime. And when we are surrounded by people who disagree with who we're here to be or who we know at our core we're here to be and want to be, it's up to us to flood our systems with new belief systems. That is self-belief. It's trusting that we can undergo that transformation, that we can change what we believe about ourselves on a very unconscious level so that we can allow ourselves to, to begin to live in integrity and move forward how we want to. This is one of the, the value points I see when it comes to empaths and business. Like I've done this work. I have belief systems that are really strong around selling my spiritual gifts, my healing gifts, my creativity. And so people just being in my energy is going to allow them to become much safer selling their gifts and their abilities, which is why over the years I've been upping the interactions that I get to have with students. I want to be in your energy. I want to be a model of a different way of living one that you can absorb and apply to to your world. If this one resonated with you and you're wondering what belief systems you might carry and therefore where you need to go to start to instill new belief systems, grab a piece of paper, a blank piece of paper, and think about the area of life that you feel most stuck or held back. Something that's not going the way that you wish it would, something that doesn't align with what you, you know you want so deep in your heart 
and write, to be in this position, I must believe. And then write it out. If you're someone who wants to sell, but you're not taking actions to sell, yours might say, to be in this position, I must believe that it's not okay to sell. And then go get yourself in the energy of someone who embodies sales. At the very, very, very beginning of my selling journey, I would take myself to Starbucks because the Starbucks was downtown and there was businessmen and women, but a lot of businessmen who would come in and get their morning coffee before going up the building and into their offices. And I would go there bright and early and sit there and be in their energy because I was coming into my masculine energy, which is why I felt an affinity to the businessman. And I wanted to absorb their belief systems because they were much more empowering to where I wanted to be, which was charging well for my abilities. The next thing is that success is step by step. This is so critical because when we look out and we see the changes we want to make in our lives and the impact we want to have, that big vision can look very overwhelming. And you can hesitate and allow yourself to be filled with self-doubt if you believe that you have to somehow figure out how you're going to get from point A to point B. That's overwhelming. And we're not even privy to that information because the core of manifestation is that we're given the next step. We're not given the whole staircase. You've probably seen the quote like that. But when we decide we want something and we commit ourselves, we then receive the step that we need to be taking to to go in that direction, which is something that can trip a lot of empaths up because we're very good at the big vision of feeling the 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 essence of what we want. And we're not always as excited about the, the details and the small steps, but we have to take a small step to be able to get the next one. And a vision is created one by one. So you will, will get the first step, you'll take the action, you'll go that direction. And when you get there, you get the next step and you take that step and you go that direction. I shared this again, I keep referring to the money episode, but the law of transference really plays into this because when we decide to take the first step and we reach that first step so our our first goal it then becomes easier to apply what we just did to our next step and make that next step just a little bit bigger i share this with students but it's like you are going to believe in yourself a little bit before you ever believe in yourself a lot and you're going to make your first sale before you ever make your second one and you're going to have your 5k month before you ever have your 10 20 30k months that's how it works. It's step by step. And so if you're you're trying to get too ahead of yourself because you just want to see this vision unfold, it's really important to bring it back in and say, okay, what's the next step in the direction? And to recognize and to really allow yourself to receive and absorb the fact that you're not supposed to have it all figured out. That's the point. But you're very much supposed to go in the direction of what you're being guided towards, what you're being pointed towards. Because once you do that, once you make that commitment, once you go that way, the next step is presented to you. Another lesson is that if you have everything set up and you have no sales, so people aren't coming to you, you have an offer, then you need to know that it's safe for people to see you. And in our cases, empaths often to feel you, but to know that you're there. And that requires working through a lot of persecution fears. I see this all the time where people are like, well, I have a coaching practice. Like I want to help people. And then I ask a couple questions and I dig around a little bit and they're like, well, I'm really scared that my cousin 
or my brother or my mom is going to find my work. And when you're afraid of that, you are energetically shrinking yourself and you're telling the world that you don't want to be seen. And everything is connected, which is my next point, my next lesson. But not wanting someone to see you, the, the world takes that as not wanting anyone to see you. And when people can't see you, they can't know what you do. So if you're struggling for people to see your work, if you're feeling like it's unseen, ask yourself, in what ways are you still hiding? The next thing is that business and and becoming an entrepreneur by default made me much more empowered. And because everything is connected to everything and how we do anything is how we do everything, When we become empowered, when we feel comfortable receiving for the good work we do, when we feel comfortable taking up space and telling people what we do, that trickles into other areas of our lives. It is no coincidence that I went through 28 learning to sell myself, learning about myself as an entrepreneur, learning to package offers that in 2019, I met my partner who reflects back a lot of the worth that I had grown into the year prior. Also, the more I've stepped into my work and I've taken myself seriously, the more others took me seriously. And the more people who used to think what I did was strange started to ask me questions about energy and crystal healing. And so while it might seem that business is separate, from relationship and family and and perspective of self, it is it is not. It is so interconnected. And your desire to to be a business owner, chances are it's because your spirit's here on a path of empowerment and a path of learning to respect yourself and to stand up for yourself and to hold the worth of of your gifts and the work that you're here to do. The next thing is that success is so deeply personal. So one person's version of a successful business is not another's. I fell for this on my path early on. I took on other people's ideas of what success meant, which is why in Empath and Business, we get very clear, like, what is the life and lifestyle that you're working towards? And what type of business do you need to be able to live that life and lifestyle? Whether that's needing to have a high profit goal and working towards that profit goal, or maybe it's to have something that's lower and and deeply consistent. If you want a lifestyle that's rooted in certainty and similar to like your offers, what type of offer do you need to be making to, to fulfill your desire for success? Some people feel most successful when they're working one-to-one with people. Some people feel most successful when they're running group programs. Some people feel most successful when they when they create a beautiful product and they send it out in the mail. What is success to you? And and getting clear so that you're not adopting someone else's version of success. Super important before you ever, ever <laughs> set any type of entrepreneurial goal. You're becoming an entrepreneur because you want to create a life that fits you. And so getting very clear on what that is for you. Very, very important. It wasn't until about the last year that I've really settled into my understanding of success and for me it's the ability to self-express to be able to share my thoughts very comfortably that is success to me it's to be able to provide for loved ones it's to be able to do my work that I want to do around causes that are really important to me it's to be able to have a schedule that fits my lifestyle and the way that I I naturally function and create 
I love when when the city goes to sleep and I just get to be at the table creating something, writing something, piecing something together. I love that. I was doing it last night in the EIB platform. I had a candle beside me and I'm like, this this is my idea of success. I was never made to wake up early and go into an office and and be there nine to five and, and be committed to someone else's schedule. That would have been absolute failure for me because that wasn't me. And though I liked that at some points to, to go into a new workspace or go to a cafe, I'm most aligned and I'm most in tune with my spirit when inspired and I'm allowing myself to be a night owl. So all of these things factor into success and your version of success. So allowing yourself to be clear on that and allowing your version of success to be different from someone else's. Another thing that I've learned that's very, very important on this path is that you know how to nurture your nervous system. Because any time that we're stepping into a new level of worth, we need to be able to hold that worth. And the ways we don't hold that worth are by running, so flight, by freezing, hesitating, doubting, or getting defensive. That's fight. The fight, flight, freeze. I said those backwards. But when our nervous system isn't strong, when it can't hold all that we're asking for, we will default into one of those things. That's where you see people quit just before the, the client pays them and, and comes into the world. That's where you see people hesitate to post something because it's requiring them them really hold their worth. That's where you see people get really defensive when someone disagrees with, with what they do. And a lot of inner conflict, inner, inner dialogue, like, I shouldn't do this, you know, so-and-so disagrees with this, like, ooh, I shouldn't do this. And you fight, either externally or internally. Your nervous system's reacting. And so a large part of being a successful entrepreneur is knowing how to respond rather than react. And to know that anytime you're opening your container for more worth, to hold more worth, to allow more things in, whether that is to allow more people to see your work by posting to something like Instagram or allowing yourself to receive more money by allowing someone to pay you. Just coming to mind, one of the ways we... Our, our nervous systems can react as if someone wants to pay us and then we worry that, that they might change their mind and we drop our fee. We're like, oh, a discount, you know, to, to for sure have that client. All that is is a, a flea. It's a flea response. It's a nervous system response. You're just not holding your worth. So if you hold your worth and you know, yeah, you know, I'm worth this amount. I'm worth $300, I'm worth $500, I'm worth 10k, whatever it might be for you and, and your path and your offer and the value that you provide your customer, knowing that you're worth it and not defaulting into one of those reactive behaviors. So critical. We are going to talk about this more in this round of impasse in business just because I've been doing a lot of work around my nervous system. So you can expect that if you're a student enrolled and if you need that, come join us inside the course. Another thing is that money equals blank to each of us. I shared a concept similar to this in my episode with Alex, the copywriter, but this is a little bit different. What I mean by money equals is that we all have something that money represents. For one person, it might be that money equals being seen. When people pay them for their work, they feel like their work is seen. For others, money equals freedom. A big one is money equaling recognition. When people pay you for your work, 
people are are saying your work has value. And so getting to the root of what money means specifically to you is really, really, really important because if you know, for example, that money equals recognition, how can you start to recognize yourself? How can you celebrate yourself? How can you turn the gaze inwards and be so excited about yourself and, and all the things you've accomplished? Being in that energy is going to make you much more receptive to money because money equals recognition. And when you feel like you're not being recognized, you're pushing money away. But if you can recognize yourself, you soften and you allow money to flow much more easily. And this is related to being magnetic. We talk about the feminine energy and, and how she attracts and how she's magnetic. This is just one of many ways to embody more magnetic energy is to become the frequency of the thing that you're wanting. And in business, you're in business because you're, you're wanting many things, but a big one is money. Business, what makes business different than a hobby is that it's an exchange of money. And so like attracts like. And so attracting money happens as you embody that frequency, as you embody the, the recognition or the being seen or the freedom. We're getting through my list. I have a couple more. So another big one is, oh, this one's big. This one's so, so big. So the inability to invest in myself and what I actually wanted I've realized over the years was an expression of lack of love for self. What I mean by this, and I had this aha, again, <laughs> referring you back to that episode when I talk about money, but I, I knew I needed to invest in a business coach. I knew I didn't understand business and I needed to learn it. And I was drawn to someone because that's how it works. And we say, hey, universe, I want something. In comes that something. We are all each other's answered prayers and you're guided where you need to go. And it's up to you whether or not you follow through or you hold yourself back. But I, I found someone that I really wanted to work with, but I was hesitating. And I remember just thinking, I was like, I'm hesitating to spend a couple thousand dollars, yet I was willing to spend tens of thousands of dollars to go through two university programs, one that I didn't even want to be in. Yet I had no problem paying for that, paying for the dream that someone else had for me. But I had a huge problem, or or not a huge problem, but I had like hesitancy to pay for something that I actually wanted. When we invest in ourselves, we're saying we value ourselves. When we're putting money into something, we're saying, okay, we value this. And I was putting money, I was okay with putting money into some, someone else's idea of, of a good decision, going to university, doing this type of degree, but I wasn't willing to do that for myself. And the thing that I wanted, which was to learn how to do business. Even though the program to learn to do business was way less in comparison to the tens of thousands of dollars I paid to go to school. Though I hesitated then, I have no problem now investing in myself because one, I know it all comes back. That's how money works. It is, it is moving. It is fluid. Money is often associated with Venus and Venus is a very watery planet. And when we're in flow with money, when we're putting out and allowing ourselves to receive back, we're in a very beautiful rhythm. So I have no problem in investing in myself, but I know that's because I built up my self-worth and I, I started to understand that life's a series of decisions and we either make decisions in alignment with where we want to go or we make decisions in alignment with where we don't want to be in places that keep us stuck and staying the same. 
and I've, I've really recognized that there's so much value in learning. And when it comes to courses and it comes to working with people, yes, it's important to get in their energy. You know, they have something I want. I'm going to get myself in their energy because I know that's going to pull me forward. But also, it's the tiniest things that people can say that can change the entire trajectory of your life. Earlier this year, I took an Instagram course and I had a huge, huge block to posting on my grid. For the longest time, I didn't post on my grid. I only used stories. And this year, being a very grounded year, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to start to show up on my grid. I'm going to start to be more grounded on my Instagram profile. And so I knew I needed to get in the energy of someone who felt ease around Instagram. So I enrolled in a course and I got a lot out of the course, but I realized like the most beneficial thing was a sentence that was in one lesson that has completely transmuted my fear of being on the platform. She said one thing. I mean, she said a lot of things, but it was one thing that she said that I was like, whoa, that's just changed me. I had a perspective shift. And that's worth every single cent that I gave to that beautiful creative. A final one is this idea of sell or be sold. So a lot of people associate business with selling, but the fact is we are selling all of the time. and We're being sold to all of the time. When we watch a television program, we are buying into what that program is telling us or teaching us or instilling in us around belief systems when we enroll in a university degree we are buying into what that degree means and what it represents and and its teachings that happened to me with social work i bought into a lot of very wounded belief systems around being a helper so a lot of enabling behaviors and mindsets. I bought into that. Like physically, I I spent money, I enrolled in a university degree, and I bought into it in terms of allowing it to, to influence my behaviors and my belief systems. Children, when children are asking for something, you are buying into what they're asking for, and you're either saying yes or no. So you're either buying into it or you're not. My cat, when my cat is asking for food, When she wins me over with her sweet little self, I've bought into that. And so we're always selling and we're always being sold. You're doing the same. When you're presenting an exciting night out with your partner, you're selling your partner on an exciting night out. When your partner is suggesting you have pasta for dinner, well, they're they're selling you on pasta for dinner. It might seem like I'm, I'm simplifying this, but I'm making a very important point, and that is that... You're always selling and you're always being sold. And when you can recognize that, you can get very clear on what you're buying into. Are you buying into people, beliefs, and ideas that are where you want to go? Or are you buying into people and ideas that are keeping you from growth? This was a big one for me in terms of the spiritual and the healing communities. I had to recognize that I was buying into belief systems that I didn't even agree with. And the same in business. You're either selling your work or you're being sold on why your work doesn't matter and why people shouldn't buy from you. When we're falling into comparison and we're we're looking around at what everyone else is doing and thinking we're not good enough and our work doesn't matter, well, we're buying into that. And it's up to us to sell ourselves on something different. I'm going to leave this here. If you enjoyed this, come say hello on Instagram. Take a screenshot, share it in your stories. And don't forget to tag me.
If you resonated with the things that we're talking about and you want to go even deeper, Empath and Business closes tomorrow. So yes, this is the last day to get enrolled in the program. We go into all of this and more in depth and personalized to you and your healing path. To join us, you can find the link below. If you will be joining, I cannot wait to see you inside of the course platform. The next time you'll be hearing from me on this podcast will be in a couple of weeks. I'm going to take a couple weeks off to just invest my time and my energy into the students in EIB. I'll also be over in the Empowered Empath platform. So that's my journaling course. So I'll be doing a couple of things in that and then I'll be back here to share a couple more coffee chats because I know that you've been loving them and anything else that I feel inspired to share. So until then, I hope that you have the most beautiful day and if you're, you're in EIB, I will see you tomorrow.